Hi, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores. I am a watercolor artist painting my travels and working on my travel scrapbook of the time I went to all seven continents. And I am here with Lame. Yeah, hi. I'm also an artist. <laughs> and sometimes I ask myself, why on earth am I having this podcast <laughs> with you? And why should you all out there listen to it? I don't know. So maybe that's something we should talk about today. Yes. Um, well, yeah, and we we keep working on our, we keep rearranging how we do our intro. And I do mm-hmm. like the idea of coming on here at some point and saying, why are you here? And what we hope to be. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Helping you with. Yeah, we just spoke about this because I keep thinking about why we, show up in this world and how we show up and what we do what we do as artists by the way why does anyone want to see what i'm creating and so on <laughs> i think oh my god yeah maybe that's irrelevant and when you look at it from this when you look at it from the a viewpoint of, i don't know what success what does it mean does it, is it meaningful or, i don't know maybe that's driving me crazy at the moment <laughs> i don't know um yeah yeah well i'm one of the reasons, I, I, if you listen to our podcast, it cha- seems to change all the time. But to, one of my <laughs> reasons for being here is is trying to encourage people on their creative journey to do that wild thing, do that little idea that's tickling their brain, just try it and put something out into the world. Because and don't worry about the people around you and yeah. opinions of others. Exactly. Maybe it's really to to empower people. I like that word, empowering people. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, and it doesn't matter if you have a, that education and if you have that support or whatever you think you need. So maybe, oh, yeah, to 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 know that you're not alone and you can do it. And it doesn't have to be successful, like hugely successful. But I think the word just gets better the more people do their little things. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking of um now I'm now I'm thinking of something that terrible, but um it makes me, you know, I'm I feel like I'm the perfect example of do it anyways. Yes. <laughs> like you can if if I'm here having a podcast with no expertise and no successful business and no no fame, like what else can what can you accomplish? You can <laughs> I mean, and it's really, we are, it's an offer. It's just an offer. You don't have, we don't have to sell anything. I don't know. Some, sometimes when you tell people, oh, I have this podcast, they say, oh my God, you have to market it as if we would sell a service or something. And I'm, is it such oh, a yeah. good yeah. idea to have a podcast simply because we like to do it? We're promoting ourselves. Yeah. I, my work is not up or for sale anywhere. And I, well, yet it will be sometime soon. Um, it reminds me. <laughs> What got me laughing, though, is I started thinking about, have you seen Everything Everywhere all at once? No, no, no. I heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, well, there's a line in there. And like, I just I just thought of it. And she's 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 been chosen. She's the chosen one to like save the multi universes and stuff. And she's like, why me? And this guy's like, I have hope in you. And he's like, because you are the worst version I have found (laughs) of all the universes. He's like, look at all this wasted potential. He's like you have you have failed at everything you have tried, and therefore everything's possible. <laughs> Maybe that's true. 
<laughs> so I started so as I started saying like look at me for inspiration I'm like um or not but maybe that's exactly it because we show up without having that education without being hugely successful I have nothing to show I'm I'm, I'm my my website is a mess <laughs> rebuilding it again and I don't know but maybe we sh maybe I should make maybe I shouldn't be in marketing <laughs> I should work on my marketing <laughs> But honestly, maybe that's just exactly it. Because look at the world. Look at the, the state of the world is in. I mean, where did it bring us? Just doing all that stuff. So maybe just showing up the way you are and trying your best and doing, yeah, doing the creative thing and doing what matters to you. Maybe that's what we all should do. Just imagine someone like Elon Musk would simply do something small for himself. <laughs> well, this is something, and you know, one thing I would like to point out is like this is our hundred and first podcast. Yay, exactly. That's so I'm quite excited. And that's you know, I'm actually pretty amazed that we've that I've stuck with it this far and that it's actually worked out with timing and all these things. And I'm super I'm still super excited to meet up with you every week. And um and I'm looking at so many I've seen so there's so many podcasts that I've listened to and I've loved and I greatly admired the people and their expertise and they don't, they don't even exist anymore. <laughs> you know, have a handful. We, you know why we still exist? Because we really don't care how many listeners we have, but <laughs> you'd be successful or whatever. So I don't measure that stuff. So I don't really care. I simply upload it and hope that someone out there listens to it and uh, you're, that you have some inspiration from us. And that's basically it. So maybe yes. that's exactly and and you know one thing about podcast episodes is once they're out there people can find them and exactly. one day the right person might just stumble across it actually i think about this for how i discovered uh for when i first got into guided meditations mm -hmm. i ended up finding um ah oh, she's super famous now oh, i can't think of her name mm -hmm. huh. anyways but like her meditations, I would just lay there and listen to for hours and hours. And I was mm -hmm. trying to in a place where I was struggling to get out of bed. And um, they were, I think those meditations were over a year old since mm -hmm. they'd been published. Yes. Yeah, sure. And it started me on my way. Yeah. I, so. I thought about this. Why on earth am I? speaking on a podcast is it so important what i have to say and then i thought oh, wait a second why do we always measure things is it important or what do I? that's all ego isn't it it's just my ego i mean yeah and maybe that's not it and i'm not an expert on anything <laughs> well we talk about it. and we're just i think i love i think one of oh i sorry i'm interrupting i was gonna say one of my favorite um things that people someone was saying it's like it's none of my business how it's how it's perceived it's you have to put it out there that's what that's our message exactly and but i came across this other talk i don't know idea <laughs> it's uh i think if you're listening to this you know that i'm i'm following this tishnatan and this um yeah. App, and there are so many talks on there on all kinds of topics and it's really amazing and i made it a kind of a habit i think a couple of episodes ago we talked about this 
creating a life worth living. And that's my daily habit now to, to simply listen to some Dharma talk or some something that gives me, I don't know, that inspires me. <laughs> that's, and he talks about so many things. And one thing he says is that these Dharma talks are like um, rain watering the seeds within us, the, the seeds of compassion and the seeds of, I don't know, maybe creativity could be all these seeds. And just simply let it sink in and this grows. It doesn't mean, I mean, all the, yeah, and that's what, and he also said, I, you don't come to Dharma talk to get new ideas or to jot something down or to make lists. Just, no, it's simply to water those seeds. And I, th- I like that. <laughs> Maybe you're listening to this podcast to simply water the seeds of the possibility of you being creative. <laughs> yes. Or trying something new or exploring exactly. something. Or was the, is it the Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh? Uh, but think the new thought. Think a new thought every day. Exactly. And yeah, and maybe that's what also what, what artists are all about. And maybe art is not about the new and we bring something completely new into the world. Basically everything we need is is already there. We just have to remember it. We have to be reminded of it. And maybe that's what art is. It will also water those seeds of what life actually is. Yeah. I like it. Yes, and this is what we are working on today is the seeds of creativity and mm-hmm. and watering. So we're, we wanted to come up with some, oh dear, lessons? Oh God, maybe. maybe. Or, or reviewing, we had, we had two, we, we have, we started recording kind of undecided, but we're either going to give off some, some summaries of lessons and changes we've come across in these, these past 100 episodes and where we want to be in the next 100 and um also maybe some yeah inspirations or is that Mm -hmm. too much for our listeners it could be i mean we could talk about what worked for us so maybe there's some some ideas for those lessons learned listening to us and maybe yeah you can just do some techniques for yourself. I don't know, but um. Well, I can start with one of mine that I'm working on, and even this week I was hearing more. Like I was here, I, I the same lessons keep kind of showing up in different ways and phrasing different different things, and the reminder is there. But it's still kind of new to me is this whole idea about the getting the nervous system to rest mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm we can move forward with our ideas Mm -hmm. and dreams and mindsets. Like you can work on your mindset and read Mm -hmm. all the inspirations. But if you are in, if your, if your body is anxious or in fear, Mm -hmm. you're not thinking, you won't be thinking clearly. And so it's like, what can we do to bring, come back to this present moment Mm -hmm. to be um, at peace, I guess. Yeah. And, rest and rejuvenate what i know about this and it's my own experience is i did kind of somatic ex- exercises and also did the safe and sound protocol that mm-hmm. trained you must say and it really worked for me i think it started some journey for me it felt like my nervous system was recalibrating which was very painful when i look at it back at it now it was it really worked and um i discovered many exercises that soothe me and that kind of bring me into that 
relaxed state because when they when you when you listen to this polyvaga theory then when you're in that only when you're in that relaxed state you are open to other to others you can engage socially engage so just imagine all these people being in flight and fight or freeze they are they're not able to communicate properly or to socially engage and yeah. what kind of word do we have when we are all in this fight and flight so i i really i totally agree it's it's a priority to to calm the nervous system and you can do that in community so um when you have a relaxed nervous system someone some good friend uh, that you can co-regulate and i think that's also something watering the seeds so when that's something yeah maybe that's why i'm listening to these talks because they really soothe me and what i realize when i'm listening to it, there are several monks and nuns talking about this and I, I watched them some on video and what you know what's amazing? Their their faces, they're so in tune with what with what they say. And my God, and somehow this has a physical effect on me, or the voice and the how now that I'm thinking of it, it, it really calms my nervous system. Interesting. And, and to see someone saying something and the face says the same, you know, the expression is resonates with what this. Because so many people you see and their eyes are dead and they have some kind of micro expressions. And I think, oh, my God, he's <laughs> totally irritates me. And this is so, oh, my God, I'm so amazed looking at these. And their, their faces are so, no, so alive. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's also, it's a good, it's good for my nervous system. Yeah, I love that. The, um, so so maybe that's another lesson is um, the power of co-regulation and the co power mm -hmm. of community. That's been that's been huge because yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I feel like you and me just talking and sharing to each other. We've helped e both. We've each helped each other move forward. Absolutely, and I think community also means to, to um, surround yourself with people that on the same path i always feel like oh my god that sounds awful because it sounds like I, i'm excluding people but i realized just recently that when people are somewhere totally different and their nervous system is <gasps> and they don't care about really taking care of that i it's it might not be very healthy to be with them <laughs> mm -hmm. even though it sounds very very mean but i think i can only make an offer but i'm not here to change someone else's life so it's also to me it also means to let go of some people. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to have um you know if you're thinking about the fight flight that's a reactionary it's a reactionary mm -hmm. and survival and it's like it's been very interesting to watch the world get uh in this upheaval of just reaction Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. And there's no yeah, it's and I, I read this somewhere that this fight, flight, freeze, it's it's not meant to be a permanent state. It's basically meant to be only for a short period of time when you're in danger, when you're the tigers, I don't know, attacking or something. But many, many people nowadays stay stuck in this for years. And this, yeah. uh, the body is not, I don't know, this is not healthy. Yeah. No, our society doesn't teach that this exists and that you can yeah what to do about it 
So it's all about being successful. And yeah, you have to try harder and it's mindset and everything. We don't, we don't know how to heal. And we yeah, don't know yeah. how to be with each other and to make space for each other. Yeah, that's also another teaching I learned that when only when you um, show up for yourself and show yourself compassion and then you have something to offer to someone else. Because when you have no room inside of you, What's what's the point of having a conversation? <laughs> in in a way, it's true, isn't it? Because you have nothing to offer except you're only scanning the other person's word for is he against me or <laughs> is he validating yeah. me or <laughs> whatever. And I think that's also very common nowadays. That's how we communicate in this society, and we haven't learned anything else. That's the thing. It's not that I judge. Oh my God, you should do it differently. But how? How do we learn to do this differently? Yeah. Yeah. This is my new lesson that I'm working on. <laughs> this and and I just saw a, a video on this today and this guy summarized it nicely with a visual and I'm a very visual person. So he drew a circle of yourself and your inner thoughts and your inner workings and your inner inspirations and goals and dreams and all this and he's like this is you and then and then around it was everything that's external. And he wrote, like, he had this entire list of, you know, boss and pets and people and friends and social media and news and, you know, all sorts of responsibilities. And then he was show, and then he drew the, um, an arrow going out. And it's like, every time you put attention onto these things, you are, you know, you're taking energy from what's within. And so your goal is to, like, bring some of those kind of detach or get rid of some of those external arrows and you know what do you and and bring it back because the more energy you keep in yourself within yourself it's more that you can put towards that goal or that dream or those desires and that moving forward kind of thing and that was really interesting because i i think it really reflects this reactionary and this mm -hmm. activated system because we're looking outside and we're looking for what to react to and we're looking for the dangers and alert and like that takes so much concentration and so much energy. I would add something to that because this can easily lead to so that you close off everything and simply focus on yourself. That's yeah. something we also see That's in nowadays. But I think you have to be aware all this uh, the kind of inputs and all this stuff i i don't i cannot change how someone thinks about me i cannot change the word in such a way i can only change myself or be aware of myself but when i when i feel that it feels like we all have this black hole inside of us that we try to fill with stuff from the outside and i don't know it's it's push and pull all the time but maybe when i'm aware that i ha i'm the only person who can fill that hole inside so I, I don't have to react to the outside world in this and maybe then I can maybe I can cultivate some compassion for this to see that we are all in this together and that we belong to each other and it doesn't mean that yeah your boss is yelling at you and you think oh my god and your ego think oh my god but maybe when you when you when when you're okay with yourself which is a huge task it sounds so easy now <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you can have then then it's fine and you, you just see that Sorry, person being totally out of tune with himself. <laughs> and then you can see you don't have to react to that anymore, but you can still have this connection or like seeing this is a common human experience that we all have because we live in this society and 
then you, you know it doesn't train you anymore because you can totally see what's going on and this is just just your boss who's totally off kilter for whatever reason and it has nothing to do with you and you don't have to change anything you don't have to save him but you yeah you can have a compassion for him because you can see where, he, where why he's so stressed out <laughs> maybe it's a, it's a very wanky I love, I really, really love what you were talking about earlier before we started uh, recording about the hungry ghosts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, and... a, oh, yeah, that's another talk. So, oh, my God, I sound like a totally fan girl. But I'm listening to these talks every day. So they're a lot, they're piling up. <laughs> I get a lot of ideas. And it's so inspiring, honestly. And it's so inspiring. And Atish Natal is uh, some, someone who was always interested in um, yeah, activists. He was kind of an engaged Buddhist. He said, when I have these, when I look deeply and I have these findings, I have to apply them to the world. And he was always interested in, in yeah, being a part of this life. And that, you know, it's easy to sit in a monastery and simply meditate. Yeah, that's not it. And um, he talked about um, suicide and um, about painful feelings. And also about trauma. Yeah, that was about trauma. Oh, yeah, that was um, a different talk. <laughs> um, and he talked about this concept of the hungry ghost. I think in Buddhism, it, it's around, but Thich Nhat Hanh talked about it like this. Hungry ghosts are creatures with a huge mouth, a huge appetite, and a very thin throat. So they, their whole being is focused on filling their bellies because they're so hungry all the time. They have huge mouths and they eat up everything, but they, their throats are so thin, so nothing enters can enter them, only tiny bits. And those hungry ghosts um, are like, it really reminded me of trauma. When you're very traumatized, you said, it is, you turn into a kind of a hungry ghost when you have no roots in your family. And you, uh, he always says, you're basically a continuation of your your parents no matter if that's good or bad it's just the way it is and when you have no roots it's and you didn't get the love back then and you then you're so full of anger and you don't trust and you don't have any roots in your um, tradition so then you turn into a hungry ghost because you're really looking for that love and there's such a huge need and it was never fulfilled um and that's uh, and he also said this society we have now produces hungry ghosts uh, tens of thousands every day and that's a huge problem because it is difficult to to um yeah get to to kind of heal it or to to cultivate their trust so we should also start on a yeah this is our society has to change because we don't have this kind of society that yeah i can think of my own myself i had a terrible childhood and everybody just watched and no one cared and now i see when i look back now i see how terrible it was but this society always told me oh yeah you have to get on or come on you're such a lazy whatever yeah why are you so but now when i look back with compassion oh my god my needs were never fulfilled and i'm i'm i was very close to becoming a hungry ghost and now i see what kind of effort it was how difficult and yeah and maybe it helped me to have this kind of compassion for myself, to be kind to myself and not ask too much of myself, being a successful artist next week. Uh -huh. <laughs> or doing that, everything perfect. Because honestly, this healing takes up a lot. It takes a lot of energy, talking about energy. 
but maybe it also helped me to have compassion for other people without roots, really strive, really craving for that love, but having so, yeah, it, it's so difficult. Even if there's a lot of love there, even someone, if there's someone coming to you, loving you so much, it doesn't enter you. It is mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yep. And yeah, I, I really related to that because I, and, and I think about, I see it two ways is one is there's me on one hand, always looking for more validation and more mm -hmm. answers outside of myself. And I'm always mm -hmm. researching, I was studying, I was looking for that next thing that'll fix it all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, and then on the other side of it, as soon as I get feeling like I can have something to give and something to offer, I get really leery about people who, who, if what I offer isn't enough and they, and like, I know that I need to work on my no and protecting my own energy mm -hmm. and what I'm willing to put out and how much just because I give something, you know, get, just because I do this and this for free doesn't mean I do this and this and this for free. Maybe the solution and, is uh, to first take care of yourself. That's what I, my conclusion now to really take care of myself because it feels like, oh, I cannot do this because it's selfish. But when you look at it, when you don't cultivate compassion for yourself, you have nothing to give. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's really the first step. And maybe I should add that when someone is, oh my God, what did Tishna Tan say about this? And we go, <laughs> yeah, so you, know, you get, I mean, this is just a Dharma talk, so there's more to it. And usually these people are in community or you look for, definitely you, you look for help. When you look for help, you could go to a therapy. But when this guy was there in this, uh, in Plum Village, I think, he, he said, okay, I give you um, an assignment. Just um, envision yourself as a five-year-old all the time and try to cultivate compassion for that five-year-old boy. It was a man. And uh, the man did that. And then he came back and, and uh, then Tishnatan gave him the second part of that. And he said, now, because this man was so angry at his father, even though he had passed away, and there was so much anger, and he couldn't forgive. And he said, okay, now try to envision your father, the five-year-old, and try to see if you can muster up some compassion for him and see that the trauma is simply, yeah. Yeah, that he inherited it as well. <laughs> Inherit, yeah. Can can you inherit it? It's passed on. Maybe that's pa it's passed on. Yeah, that's yeah. A word. Maybe his father had some passed on trauma, and that's that way. It doesn't mean that you have to forget and forgive, or that you have to. It it simply means to see where it's coming from, and maybe you can let go that anger and this kind of understanding. And it's it's. I think it's a huge process to do that, and it takes a lot of energy, but it doesn't help you to be angry all the time. I don't know. It's just. I do like that was another lesson when just adding into lessons learned and stuff is that um I learned that anger is a sign of boundaries crossed. Absolutely. And it's how your body reacts and protects itself. And so that was a really new mm -hmm. that was a really new thing for me to actually acknowledge it and 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 have the compassion there because it was never an acceptable emotion to have. I also think it speaks of unmet needs, very mm -hmm. basic unmet needs when you were a child. And mm -hmm. I think it also it makes you angry in a way because 
how can you function when honestly how can you function just imagine a car and there's no oil in that car and you, yeah. you what do you do you get at the car and, and decide that it's a terrible kind of car <laughs> I mean you would actually you would you would investigate what's wrong with the car and then you would oh my god there's oil missing and then you would take the oil and we'll put it in there instead of just yelling at the car I don't, but that's what we do we yell at ourselves instead of investigating where it's coming from and what's needed and what's missing yeah um yeah maybe and basically that's my lesson that's what i'm trying to cultivate even because i think when i'm i'm so empty of compassion for myself I'm, i have nothing to offer to anyone else and yeah and and, and i and I think collectively, when you think collectively about anger and boundaries, you know, mm -hmm. I think of um, and investigating it, you know, it's it is part of the grieving process because there it was something lost. Oh, never. Oh, you never had and, it. Or something. Or, yeah. 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 And and not just the grief of of that of the missing or the or the loss, but also the injustice of it. Absolutely. And that's, and we don't have a society that takes care of this. You just, you, they, I don't know, you're born and then this happens to you and I say, well, get along with it and get out of my way. And I don't know, just, and how does it work? And we are, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And as a, you know, and thinking now on the whole, as a collective, I feel like everyone has had this, as I feel like a lot of people are going through this grieving and anger process Make, having a realization now that they've had time to slow down or stop altogether, you know, had this had these all sorts of realizations of of injustices in mm -hmm. their lives or upbringing or childhood or work or lifestyle. And um, now that we're becoming aware of this, there's a lot more anger out there. But I think we can bring that back to the creativity. And mm -hmm. um, I know I've said this in several other podcasts before, but the whole idea of that, you know, anger is the energy the seed needs to burst forth and begin growing. So I feel like, <laughs> I yeah, <guess>. coming <laughs> around full circle. Thank like, you again. And it's true. Yeah, we have. It's like now is a spring and we've been through. I feel like we've been like through a three year long winter. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now is the chance to, you know, like like let's embrace that anger and let's uh, bring something exciting forward. Exactly. Uh, Use that anger instead of yelling at someone else. I mean though th this person won't help you, won't change your life. It doesn't make a difference. So maybe <laughs> Maybe embrace that anger, see where it's coming from. And when you see there's a need, maybe if there's a way to fulfill that need now yourself. I don't know. I think it's it sounds easy. It's not, but maybe that's it's a it's a task. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a task I, I, I want I want to do. I want to see yeah, I want to look at my needs and find out what I'm missing and what I can do for myself. So no one else has to do it. <laughs> oh then, yeah. I can show up in the world as, and have space for someone else. Also with my art, I think that's, yeah, sometimes I think about this. You have this art and yeah, it talks about all your cravings and all your misery, it, which can be 
appealing, but I also want to want to talk about transformation, and I also want to offer something. I want to I want my art to ha hold space for the viewer. Way. And I I like what you what you said there a second ago for, um, you know, being your own meeting your own needs exactly. And I kind of feel like that's the um. I feel I kind of feel like the anger there it can be a message, you know, like oh I'll do it myself, you know, fine I'll do it myself. <laughs> like I'm gonna love myself, I'm gonna take myself, I'm gonna rest, I'm gonna do this, and like what you can accomplish. When you're not being the hungry ghost trying to eat it up from everybody else. Exactly. And that's maybe it's really looking within and seeing what do I need? And yeah, maybe you need some some help. Maybe you need support. And maybe you don't you realize I don't have it because I never did the things to get me that support, which doesn't mean anything except that you maybe can give it a try or you realize, oh, I'm living in this very noisy flat and noise makes me, I don't know, <laughs> you know, or I eat too much junk food and then you realize maybe I should try something else. I don't know. It can be so many things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it goes on to the, uh, I feel like this is another lesson of, um, of, you know, learn, the more you learn about yourself, the more you can, you know, that curiosity yourself and understanding how you work and your likes and dislikes and you know there's there's this people i've seen a bunch of these different videos talking about this uncovering you know uncovering your true self mm -hmm. and gets you to that authentic uh light mm -hmm. you know spiritual light but you know if you can uncover and get to that like you'll find um so many different so many little hacks that bring in so much ease or joy into your life that is just unique to you. Exactly. And you don't have to be perfect. No one needs to be perfect, no matter what people tell you. Yeah. <laughs> we are fine the way we are. I think it's, um, we don't have to change. Yeah. Yeah, we have to change, but we don't have to. Everything's fine with us. We can do something else. Maybe that's, <laughs> there's nothing inherently wrong with us, with us. We are not flawed. That's what I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I think we are flawed, but we're not. Maybe we do totally weird things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's interesting to me what people consider flaws, you know, mm -hmm. and like I'm thinking two examples I'm thinking of right now is um, I have discovered that I absolutely love big, chunky pencils or pens. You know, they're, they're so much easier to hold than a Whoa. small one. And like, for how much drawing I do and writing, or at least I used to do, like I write by hand, I draw, you know, and like, and I always thought it was like childish. It's like, it's like using the big crayons, you okay. know, you only use the big crayons till you're in kindergarten, you know, in kindergarten. Okay. And then once you're older, you use the, the grown up ones. And I finally was just like, you know what? I like how this feels. And like, I've been seeking out big fat pens. And I'm like, I mean, why funny. did it? Why did it matter to me for all these years that like my hands don't cramp now? You know, like <laughs> I can. <laughs> and and another one too is um, I had the same realization too. I I I indulged in this silly um, some Facebook ad. It's a brush, a silicone brush thing for scrubbing mm -hmm. your hair for shampooing. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of horse brushes and it's like okay. big and it's super, it's like super 
ergonomic. It just sit, fits in your palm of your hand and you get to, and like I, it was super cheap. And it was one of those things where I bought because I was like, yeah, I actually don't like digging my fingers into my hair, my scalp and like all the scrubbing. And like every time I use that now, I'm like, it's just an easy, this ease and convenience that I have I that. given myself and I can just yeah. relax. It's this, and it's the teeniest, tiniest thing. Exactly. Where, but at the time I was still trying to justify to somebody else why I was going to buy this thing that wasn't needed. It's not needed. Like I have fingers, <laughs> but no, like just, just do the, and, and it was really a TikTok that taught me that they were like, why they're like, why add suffering? They're like, why not just do what feels not, you know, in the, in the small and little things, there's enough things we have to push through and push ourselves and overcome. Like, why not just take the little cheats? <laughs> you know? I think that's part of it. I mean, you, you cannot um, fill the, the hole inside of you with little treats. That's for sure. But when you have this real unique need, oh, oh, it's just a simple decision. Oh, no, I will buy that stuff and it will make me happy. But <laughs> I think um, yeah, many people just uh, think that buy. I just want to say that because, oh, my God, I just buy stuff. No, that's not it. You have to find <laughs> buy the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good that's a really good question. Like, is this a is this an endless hole I'm going to be filling with my no. stuff or is this a a, a small tweak to, exactly. in my daily life? Exactly. And that's I think that's a, that's what you have to ask yourself. And you think, yeah. oh, I'm buying too much. I'm buying yet another soap. I have 10,000 soaps at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely. Fine if, you, if you collect, if you're a soap collector. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I definitely make that mistake every once in a while. I'll, there's a scarf that I'm like, do I really want this? Because brings me so much joy or is it just because I'm going to throw it on the pile? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, simply a decision you have to make for yourself. No one can judge you. <laughs> if you yeah. if you want to have those, why not? <laughs> but, wow. um, but I mean, I think I think it I think being aware of those little purchases is very eye opening. Exactly. And I think yeah. awareness is the first step, which we are talking about is trying to become more present. Exactly. Instead of just automatic, I'm like, oh, I'm not happy. I'll go buy something. Well, exactly. That make won't make you happy. That's the thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with buying stuff, but it won't make you happy when you when you don't know what's missing. Uh, <laughs> that's I just have no idea what's missing in the kitchen. You just go to the supermarket and buy it all. <laughs> a good approach. I like that idea. <laughs> I don't have to go through my cupboards. <laughs> I mean, it makes much more sense to see what's really missing and then replace that. Or I don't know, but um, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. All right. Do we have any other last uh, lessons, seeds? Any more to add to our analogy of seeds? <laughs> I hope the seed of art will grow in my studio once more. <laughs> I was pretty stuck, so hopefully next week I can talk about not being stuck anymore yeah <laughs> so i also like um compassion and, and curious like when you talk about watering mm -hmm. creativity you know i think curiosity is one of them too exactly. as well and maybe also investigating why i'm not creative can be interesting to see 
maybe I don't like the project. Maybe the studio is too messy. I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe I should investigate <laughs> what's what's going on. Or maybe I just I'm just tired. Could also be. Yeah. Um. I feel like so one one of my projects I've been working on is this Venus painting. Mm -hmm. And I think I talked about it. I can't remember how much what I talked about last week, but um, what is really nice right now is I'm in the process of final plans. And uh, there's so, so many details to this painting and so many decisions to make. And sometimes I get really overwhelmed, but I'm in this this process right now of just enjoying it. Oh, and so whenever I get to a place where I'm like, oh, I don't like, oh my goodness, one of the hard things is like, She's supposed to be in this field of flowers, all these okay. different flowers. I'm trying to make the composition look natural and wild, but also random, but not draw too much attention to the flowers because the focus is supposed to be on her. So there's these all these like contradicting things. And I I get a lot, you know, I'm like, do I put, you know, a long flower here or a round one or da da da, you know, wh who, who gets overlapped, all this stuff? Who's tall, what's short? Mm -hmm. What's the shape of the whole thing? Whatever. I'll get lost. And then I got lost on it a few times. And when I do, I'm like, okay, back to something that's fun. And um, <laughs> yeah. And so then I go over to the bowl of fruit she's holding. And that has its own problems of now oh. it's like minimalism and, and randomness. And it needs to look like torn fruit, but other fruit and the darks and the lights and the colors, which colors are going to go where. And it's supposed to be a very um, high contrast uh, kind of empty bowl. It's not a big bowl of fruit. Okay. So each, I feel like every piece is important, but okay. it's supposed to look like it's random. So the other day when I got lost on the flowers, I just went and started doodling bowls of fruit and I just played. And it was just, it was just this process of discovery and play and like, hey, can I, can I actually paint? You know, I've been looking at pomegranates and torn open pomegranates for mm -hmm. months now. Like, can I paint one from memory? And what does that look like? And well, how about the fig? And, you know, and and just playing with what what overlaps what. And it's um, what I'm my accomplishment is that I was in the moment and enjoying that process and enjoying the curiosity and the discovery. Oh, that's I really and like it was so much fun. I don't have it's nothing's worked out. <laughs> nothing's figured out quite on the bowl or the like both are closer. But like there was no conclusion mm -hmm. yet. But I have more art in my sketchbook and I have found more uh seed pods and more blooms to try to and more buds to incorporate into the oh, piece. Wow. Yeah, and that's the other part. Then when I get lost on that, then I go back to researching more images and examples. <laughs> I'm just kind of bouncing around. And it's just like... It's amazing. I mean, what kind of work you put in, it's really amazing. Yeah, the, the I just, like, it's been a really great reminder to me. And I'm like, I just want people to find something that brings them this much joy mm -hmm. and just the process. and. Because I feel like you can, I feel like you can create this in your life by just going on a walk and going somewhere where you haven't been before and just see what happens. And, and like, if we could just step away from this results-based yeah. uh, uh, society for a bit, like, results will come. Yeah, sure. But 
there's so much joy to be found. <laughs> and I think process is a good, that's, life is a process. It's not a result. I mean, the result of life is death. <laughs> it's not yeah. When you look at it, it's, no, that's not very appealing. <laughs> but I love that. I really love that. Yeah. Finding joy in the process again. Finding joy in being creative again. So maybe that's Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I guess I'm, maybe I'm thinking of the analogy because we are talking about seeds. And I'm like, I'm painting fruits and flowers. And yeah. it's like, this is what's going to grow eventually. And, like, and these are outlines. And this is just drawings right now. And I'm just trying to get the outline so I can start painting. Like, mm -hmm. we haven't even gotten to the colors yet. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, and, that's exciting. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like there's just so much in every little. There's so much experience in every little detail, mm -hmm. and maybe this is like what moms can relate to. You know, like you're when you first see, you know, as people as as children grow and what happens and how they develop and what changes and mm -hmm. they're just every moment can be an experience <laughs> as well as the frustrating ones. <laughs> yeah. And, but I think coming back to Zen for a bit, life is just a process and it, we only have moments. And I mean, it would be a lost moment, wouldn't it? When you would paint those pomegranate and only thinking about the finished product, you would totally miss that experience of, of enjoying <laughs> the painting process. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, what's interesting, I was stuck for a very long time even getting to work on this because um, AI is, people are showing all their AI products, projects. And I was like, I don't think what I am going to create is going to look anything as good as the AI ever. And, like, these people can create a painting with, like, three, you know, a few, um, in, a few inputs and prompts and all of a sudden they have it. And I, I, I was really discouraged for a bit until I was like, you know what, it's the result is its own thing. Like the AI, somebody typing in some some words and getting a bunch of choices in a search engine kind of thing is not the same as what no. I get to do right now. And so I and that finally snapped me out and now I'm back to like, oh you know, pencil's amazing, watercolor paper's amazing, color's amazing, sketchbooks are so much fun to fill. <laughs> like, there's so much. Maybe the watering the seeds analogy fits in because what kind of seeds does this AI painting water? Maybe that's exactly our experience and what we put in that in their painting waters someone else's seeds, you know? Mm. That's what I think. And I mean, you see it all the time. There are many paintings out there, and yeah, some look very nice, and but there's you see that one painting, there's something to it. It's not how it looks. You know, mm. there's something else to it. And it yeah. it touches something deep within. Maybe that seed. Maybe it waters my seed. And I'm, I'm pretty sure AI is not capable of doing that because it doesn't know of that. It doesn't know the human nature. It doesn't know anything about us. Yeah. 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 And um, I'll put a link in the in our in our description in our show notes because this is something that I really want the world to see and so like i did make a tiktok mm -hmm. of where i am at in the process is there and there's nothing to oh, you would have tiktok yeah yeah, yeah. there's nothing to there's no results to show but you can see the work that has come in and i'm curious to see what people see from it like can you oh. can you get a feeling of what i'm trying to what i'm hoping to create you know i hope oh, we can yeah. all get on the same page so yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. But 
But anyways, do we have a question for hmm. our people? What seeds do you want to water? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that. Well, if it's, let's see. Seeds. Hmm. Well, how do you water your, this? How How do you water the seeds of your creativity? I don't know. Maybe something like that. <laughs> when you... Hmm. Sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Contribute to the analogy. Yeah. Or actually, what little thing I, I would like to hear? You know, I I think I have a thing. Like, what's what's a small joy in your? joy convenience you know in your life that's just for you and hasn't and you haven't you know it doesn't benefit anyone else but you and so you hadn't thought of maybe you hadn't thought of sharing it kind of like me with my trying to think do you have examples like mine of my fat pens and my yeah i I really like that coming back to that creative life worth living those 15 minutes for yourself so maybe that Mm -hmm. could we could somehow combine it what could you imagine doing something every day for 15 minutes what would it be oh yeah i like that yeah because it can be dancing it can be simply sitting there and looking at the tree <laughs> i don't know <laughs> whatever you brings know, you joy. This, this is simply the process 15 minutes of yeah. pure process yeah and honestly i mean a 15 minute nap if you really plan it out and yeah. bring all your coziness to it sometimes that's my 15 minutes it is bliss <laughs> Absolutely, and that's that's simply process. You don't do it to be fit afterwards. You simply do it because you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Awesome. Okay. Yay. (laughs) Well, then we will see you next week for our 102nd podcast. Congratulations, you and me. (laughs) Yeah, thank you all for for listening. (laughs) And hopefully you'll come back next week. Yep. And see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.